Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Shalom Bayis, Shir number 25, Be'ezus Hashem. Email account, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. Uh, we left off with Rabobo's letter saying that um, a person that experiences these nocturnal emissions should not be shattered or broken by it. He should just serve Hashem with simcha and continue learning Torah b'simcha. Now, I want to point out one thing. In his letter, he's talking to Yeshiva Bachram, who basically are learning Gemara and Rashi and Taisis all day long. And to those Bachram, he says this. He says, There's no other advice in the world to control that Yitzhahara, except for learning Gemara. In Rashi, with Rashi, with Taisvis and Taisvis, Bikvias constantly, or Basmada and with diligence. And then he brings down from Avas to Rabbanasan, and then he wraps up the letter. And again, if uh, you don't have an Ali short pair of Chelek Aleph and you want to copy that letter, email me and I'll send you a copy of that letter. But for you boys that are not learning Gemara Bikvias, or um, it's for girls also, you need to know that when it says here to Lelima Gemara and Rashi, it's Lavdafka. It's Tyra. The bottom line is it's Tyra. Every one of you, we'll talk about boys first, every one of you has a chilek in Tyra. And some of you are, Gemara is your thing, and some of you, it could be Halacha, or it could be Navi, and I encourage you, this is a separate topic, not this topic, but... It is clear as day, especially Baruch Hashem these days, with Art Scroll and with all the internet, the good part of the internet, Tyra Anytime, Tyra Cafe, um, and um, Tyra.org and Aish and so on. And there's millions and billions of Shiurim and various information and various topics. Each one of you has the ability to find their Chelek and Tyra that appeals to them, that connects to their Neshama. And by learning that, by exploring that, that is the trufa. That, putting your mind into that, will help you greatly in this struggle. And that's as far as boys are concerned. Now, as far as girls are concerned, truth be told, like we said before, even though the sexual desires and things like that are more emphasized to be careful with on the man's side and less so on the women's side, as we know, and I'm not going to get into the halachic part of it now, that in many instances the male masturbation is more severe halachically than female masturbation, but the girl and the woman, whether married, single, and whatever age, needs to know that nevertheless, that to indulge in sexual thoughts and sexual desires or to watch pornography is equally unhealthy for a female to watch these things than for as to a male watching these things for many, many reasons. And again, we have many shiurim, the Ezra Hashem, with Hashem's help going forward, to explain why that is true. So, with you women that don't have technically the chiv of limit ha-tayra, of learning taira, nevertheless, this is true. You fill up your mind as much as possible with concepts of taira, concepts of Yerushalayim, First of all, there's many halachas that are negeel amaisa to you or will be negeel amaisa to you. Hadlachas ne'er Shabbos, hafrashas chala, nida when you get married, and hilchas Shabbos, 
the Hilchah Shabbos of what you do during the kitchen, and again, that's where Rabbi Aaron comes in with his Shiurim, and put your mind and tire thoughts and things like that, that will remove and slowly pull you away from the unhealthy sexual impulses or desires, or your if you're prone to watch pornography or do things that are inappropriate, this is a great remedy to 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 move yourself away from that. And again, in, in a later share, perhaps I'll discuss more what the women could do to elevate themselves spiritually, even though they're technically not mechoyev in limar ha per se. There's so much aspects of taira that are meant for 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 each one of you girls too. That 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 speaks to you, and you connect to that, and that is very very important. So that's something I also want want wanted to say. And um, we're going to discuss now the idea of sexual responsibility. Will be directed sometimes to married, sometimes to unmarried. So it's really a combination. So it's very important to listen to this. There is a responsibility that comes to it. Now, the the what everyone needs to realize: no one likes being told things. When you have an authority figure wagging an angry finger at you, telling you you can do this, you can't do that, you can't enjoy life, and they're always judgmental, and they're always frowning, and they're sort of raining on your party, you know, uh, you rebel against that. And again, so that's something that I'm trying to balance here. Because I'm telling you, on one hand, I'm, you know, to be very responsible. But I don't want to come off that I'm wagging my finger at you or any authority. It's 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 you're wagging your finger at yourself basically in the right way, not in a judgmental, angry way, not in a frowning way, not in a way that takes away the joy of life that you have. But each one of you has that ability that it's again, it's a balance. You can't give in to yourself always because it's not healthy for you. So when you wave a finger at yourself the right way, not bashing yourself, but just like putting yourself in check, that type of responsibility is not only not negative, it brings about freedom, it brings about joy. Okay? And so when I talk about sexual responsibility, it's in the context of of expressing it correctly and joyfully and healthily. So for single boys and girls, it's to safeguard it, like we discussed in these letters and directing it healthily until the time comes when they will get married. And at that time, they'll be able to express that deep part of themselves freely, without guilt, with true joy. And when they do get married to their true soulmates, to their true zivugim, they need to know that they have every expectation and right of enjoying the sexual aspects of their marriage relationship in a very powerful way. And we talked about it, even though we said, no, you shouldn't um, be focused on the receiving end of things. But like I said, we are human beings, and we receive, and we have a right to receive, and it's healthy to look forward to this. But again, it has to come with a balance, knowing that the purpose of it is the receiving in order to give. And for married men and women... And for singles, once they do marry, they need to know that the sexual relationship is meant to be enjoyed immensely by the wife and for the husband. Not just physical pleasure, there's a mental pleasure, an emotional pleasure, and a spiritual pleasure connected with this. 
if you know how to do these things properly. Now, those aspects, by the way, are very neglected in the modern world, and that's a terrible, terrible shame. It's a terrible shame, even in the secular world, that when they discuss these type of things, they just purely focus on the physical aspects of it with not much connecting to the emotional and the spiritual and the mental connections to it. Because we are human beings and we have all these aspects to ourselves. And that's very important to know. So, and this applies again for both men and for women. Another thing here that's important to know that when you get married, there's a lot of aspects like we discussed in previous shiurim and we'll discuss in future shiurim. There's the concept of loyalty, friendship, communication, sacrifice, working together on budgets, on dealing with raising children, on work, household, household matters, dealing with conflict, working out differences. So we're not hyper-focusing on the sexual aspect of marriage, but we're talking about this now. And you need to know that within a healthy framework of marriage, when all this is going on, and they're all very important, that this part, the physical relationship, is equally and sometimes even more important. It's an integral part that cannot be avoided and cannot be neglected. And the reason I say that very clearly now is because, again, you have different cultures, and I'm talking to a whole variety of people, and some, this is, what I'm saying is, of course, this is, you know, obvious. With some, it'll come somewhat as a surprise, especially if their culture is not, uh, you know, aligned, you know, with that in their natural behaviors. But this is true nonetheless. It is absolutely true. And Chazal backed this up. And I will bring over, the, over time all the riots from Chazal and from G'dayli Yisrael that prove this point. Have a wonderful day and we will continue maybe one more share or so on this topic.